Well, welcome once again to Overdrive this evening. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to the book of Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. We're going to look at verse 11. Reading from the NIRV translation. It reads, Never let the fire in your heart go out. Keep it alive. Serve the Lord. Never let the fire in your heart go out. Keep it alive. Serve the Lord. Now, not long ago, the national championship game in college football was played, Alabama versus Georgia. Anyone watch the game? All right, a few. It was a good outcome. Right before the game, the Alabama team was encouraged with this statement. Passion over emotion. Emotion overwhelms you. Passion is connected to purpose and task. Read it again. Passion over emotion. Emotion overwhelms you. Passion is connected to purpose and task. You know, when we think of our place on the field, our position on the field, our time on the field, we could say our life, our life with the Lord, our time with the Lord on this side of eternity. Passion over emotion. It is true that emotion can overwhelm us. Emotion can hinder us. Emotion can halt us. Emotion can cage us. Emotion can haunt us. Emotion can cause wrong action. Emotion can devastate what is right and proper. It can quickly ruin. It can really, just in a, in a moment, ruin what has been right and good for so long. If we're run by emotion, we're governed by emotion if we live out of this state. Emotion is good as long as it doesn't override passion. You see, the enemy wants us to operate and function out of emotion because then he can get to us and hinder us and cause us to act in ways we shouldn't act on the field. So the enemy wants us to respond out of emotion. Remember, emotion is okay as long as it does not override passion, which is connected to what? Purpose and task. But the enemy wants us to come to the point in our walk with the Lord where we, we just live out of emotion. Our Christian walk is just lived out of emotion. It operates and functions out of Emotion. Again, Romans 12, 11, never let the fire in your heart go out. Keep it alive. Serve the Lord. Now, does this mean that people of passion don't face opposition? No, they do. But purpose and task keep them sharp. You see, the enemy knows that emotion can overwhelm us, and the Lord knows that emotion can overwhelm us. This is not new news. 
We'd probably all readily admit it tonight that emotion can overwhelm us. In our walk with the Lord, it can, it can hinder, it can halt, it can ruin in a moment what has been good and right for so long. And truly bring devastation. If passion is connected to purpose and task, only passion will secure the win. If passion is connected to purpose and task, only passion will keep us in the right state of mind. I mean, no, you get too emotional, you're in the wrong state of mind. If passion is connected to purpose and task, only passion will keep us in the game. When it comes to our lives, our life with the Lord, our Christianity, we'd say our calling, our gifting, whatever it is, you know, passion is practical. And passion should be natural. And passion is also supernatural. When we're talking about our life as a believer, Passion is practical. Passion is natural. It should be just a natural thing. And passion is also supernatural. Three things tonight. Number one, passion has to be number one. Not emotion. Passion. My, how life gets messed up when emotion is number one. Passion has to be number one. You see, some make emotion number one, and this will never produce the kind of person passion will produce. Never. This will never produce the kind of Christian passion will produce. This will never produce the kind of disciple that passion will produce. Emotion will never produce the same as passion. Now, again, emotion is not bad. I want to state that tonight. Emotion can be good as long as it does not override passion, as long as it doesn't mess with purpose and task and cause purpose and task to fall. Are there areas in our lives that emotion has overwhelmed? Are you overwhelmed by emotion? Are you operating and functioning solely out of emotion? Living with the Lord, it's just out of emotion. You know how we can know if we are overwhelmed by emotion? We just need to take a look at purpose and task. Is it on point? Or is it all over the place? Is it sporadic? Is it, you know, sometimes there and sometimes it's not, and sometimes we're attending to purpose and task, and other times not, or we just, all over the place in our walk, we could even say with the Lord. You know, this is more important than we might think, and we have to be careful not to live out of emotion, not to serve out of emotion. Emotion comes and it goes. Emotions come and go. And a new emotion comes when the old one goes. This is how life is. We have to be careful not to come to church out of emotion. 
That's why some hardly ever come, because it's all out of emotion. You have to be careful not to simply read the word out of emotion. Many know we need purpose and task when it comes to reading the word. If it's just out of emotion, you might not crack the book for two months. That's the truth. You see, passion is different. Emotion is good as long as it does not override passion, as long as it does not cripple purpose and task. We can't tithe out of emotion. Obey out of emotion. Well, today I feel like obeying the Lord, and tomorrow I don't because emotions have changed. We cannot live out of emotion. In some cases, we can't make decisions out of emotion. How many know that to be true? We don't even need, need any hands tonight. Bad decisions often are made just when it's all about emotion. Wrong decisions that bring regret. It cannot override purpose and task. You know, imagine training to be a doctor and you show up to class solely based on emotion. Are you going to find place in the medical field? Or you, you simply study, just it's all about emotion. Well, I feel like studying. Emotions change. I don't feel like studying. You're probably not going to do too well. We need passion. We need purpose and task. It's very important. You see, emotion messes with purpose and task. Again, our text, never let the fire in your heart go out. Keep it alive. Serve the Lord. You know, emotion can mess with the fire in our heart. The fire in our heart towards the Lord. Passion has to be number one. And to keep a fire going, what's it going to take? Have you ever tried to keep a fire going? It's just not based on emotion. You just don't sit there and, well, I really don't feel, I mean, it's going out, but I don't feel like getting up. Purpose and task. You have to tend to the fire. Never let the fire in your heart go out. Keep it alive. Serve the Lord. Now the word says stir yourself up in the most holy faith. It doesn't say when you feel like it, if you feel like it. On the day when you have good emotions, on the days you don't, well, just don't do anything. You see, the Lord knows that emotion can cripple our Christian walk when we simply live out of that state. Number two tonight, we have to learn how to play through emotions. So passion has to be number one, and we have to learn how to play through emotions. Now, if there are any athletes in the house, you probably know what I'm talking about tonight. You have to learn how to play through emotions. We have to learn how to play through the good emotions and the bad emotions. You see, good emotions can get away on us. They can overwhelm purpose and task. And bad emotions can get away on us, overwhelming purpose and task. We know we're out there to do a job. We have a goal in mind. There's purpose and task before us. But what happens? Emotion 
comes along and all of a sudden there's an infraction. We act out of line because it's out of emotion. You know, you can get ejected from a game because of emotion. You say, well, emotion's a good thing. Yes, it is, as long as it does not override purpose and task. A good player knows how to deal with the emotions that rise and fall during the game. Composure, self-control, perseverance, steadfastness can handle the pressure. My, how emotions can disrupt the game. Cause infractions and violations, cause silly little mistakes, how they can disrupt proper functioning Christianity. Proper functioning Christianity. We have to live out of passion. We have to learn how to play through emotions. Our text in the Passion Translation reads, Be enthusiastic to serve the Lord, keeping your passion toward Him boiling hot. Radiate with the glow of the Holy Spirit and let Him fill you with excitement as you serve Him. Let this hope burst forth within you, releasing a continual joy. Wow. You see, the Spirit can do that. You can live an emotional high with the Lord. Doesn't mean we don't face things in life, but we have a different source. It says, don't give up in a time of trouble, but commune with God at all times. You know, you can tell those that haven't learned how to play through the emotions. How? How can you tell? This is how. Their passion, which is connected to purpose and task, is all over the place. It's inconsistent. In Christianity, you can tell the disciples... You can tell the disciples that have not learned how to play through emotions. Listen, it's part of life. It's part of our walk with the Lord. It's part of Christianity. It's part of church life. It's part of relationship. We have to learn how to play through the emotions and stick to passion. There are times when passion has to drive us because emotions are a mess. Purpose and task. We have to hold to it. It is so true. You can tell those that have not learned how yet to play through. Because their passion is all over. They come into worship one Sunday, and my, they got the passion. The next, they got nothing because it's all about emotion. They worship out of emotion. You say, well, that's heavy, that's harsh, but that's the reality. Because if you know how God wants to be worshipped and you understand the nine expressions of worship and you understand the function of worship and the power of worship and the command of worship, you're going to come in and you're going to worship out of passion which is connected and which is and speaks of purpose and task even if your emotions aren't there. Can you imagine if we had a whole church that was just an emotional 
blob. You know, everybody comes in on a Sunday, and today nobody feels like it because their toast got burnt and their coffee tasted bad and whatever else, and they come in and it's like, the King of kings and Lord of lords, you're not getting any of this today. You know, he's gracious, but I think sometimes he looks down and goes, are you kidding me? That's the kind of attitude you're going to come into church with? And you're going to live out of that? Out of that kind of emotion? You're a mess. We have to learn how to play through. This is important. We have to learn how to play through emotion. Emotion pulls people right out of the fold. It takes people right out of churches. Emotions get away, and they override passion. And what falls? Purpose and task. Number three, when you are weak, he is strong. You know, when emotions come to overwhelm us, we like never before have to draw on the Spirit of God, the power of God inside of us. Like never before. We have to tap into that. We cannot let the emotions start to get away on us. You know what I'm talking about tonight. And that's just, the enemy loves it. The enemy comes, he's working, he's working those emotions. <laughs> just working you over. The Spirit of the Lord will keep passion red hot. His Spirit will overcome our human weakness and our predisposition to emotional ruin. It's only by the Spirit of God that we can overcome our predisposition to emotional ruin in Christianity. In serving the Lord. In functioning in our occupation, our gifting, our calling, whatever it is. Functioning in community. It's only by the Spirit of God that we can overcome our predisposition to emotional ruin, emotional failure, where purpose and task are no longer a part of relationship with the Lord. You know, I love Jesus says, you want to be my disciple? Forsake all and come and follow me. I don't know. To me, that sounds like purpose and task. And when people spoke back to him out of emotion, he was quick to deal with it. Let the dead bury the dead. What have I done to you? Go back. Leave all, forsake all, follow me. Purpose and task. I love that he didn't come and say, you know, how do you feel today? Is it a good day or should I come back tomorrow? Everything all right? Is my tone okay? How should I address you? Is there a way that I can coax you to come along? He just says, come follow. Leave it all behind, come follow. Purpose and task. Purpose and task. Romans 12, 
11 and 12 in the J.B. Phillips. Let us not allow slackness to spoil our work and let us keep the fires of the Spirit burning as we do our work for God. Listen to this. Base your happiness on your hope in Christ. When trials come, endure them patiently. Steadfastly maintain the habit of prayer. The Amplified reads, Never lag in zeal and earnest endeavor. Be aglow and burning with the Spirit serving the Lord. Rejoice and exult in hope. Be steadfast and patient in suffering and tribulation. Be constant in prayer. You know, I truly believe that for every person, there is strength. There is a strength that will carry us through no matter the emotions arise. And it's not our own strength. It's the Lord. No matter what we face, But we have to hold the purpose and task because that is the thing that it just so often immediately starts to slip. Emotions turn for whatever reason, and you know they can turn on a dime. (laughs) Must be a people of purpose and task. Don't let emotion override it. 2 Corinthians 12, verses 9 and 10. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities. Wow. In reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses. For Christ's sake, for when I am weak, then I am strong. That's a different confession. That's the confession of one that is full of passion, purpose, and task. It doesn't matter. The emotions are out of the equation. The emotion is never going to override the passion. It's just simply put to rest. Listen to the voice. I'm at peace and even take pleasure in any weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and afflictions for the sake of the anointed, Because when I am at my weakest, he makes me strong. You see, he knows that we can be weak, but his spirit is inside of us. His spirit is strong. But why don't we tap into that, continue in purpose and task, tap into the spirit of God, rather than getting carried away on the wings of emotion. Allowing that to be our focus. You know, he knows that emotions are a part of who we are. I would just like to say tonight, remember, he lived here once in a mortal body. He's saying he doesn't know what I'm going, he doesn't know emotions, he doesn't know what that's like. Well, I'm going to read scripture to you, Hebrews 4.15. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. You don't think Jesus Christ faced emotions? Nevertheless, your will be done. I mean, he faced faced more emotion, more emotions, like a roller coaster times a thousand, times a million, whatever, more than you'll ever face in your life. And without sin, without stumbling, and it never once overrode passion, which is connected to purpose and task. Not once do we read or see in the book where Jesus Christ's 
purpose and task was messed up because of emotion. Never. Not once. Now you're saying, yeah, well, we're not Jesus. Yeah, I get that. We're not. But His Spirit is here to help us. And His Word. And we can overcome because of Him. Listen to the message. Now that we know what we have, now, do you know what you have tonight? Now that we know what we have, Jesus, this great high priest with ready access to God, let's not let it slip through our fingers. We don't have a priest who is out of touch with our reality. He's been through weakness and testing, experienced it all, all but the sin. So let's walk right up to him and get what he is so ready to give. Take the mercy, accept the help. So tonight I want to ask, are emotions overwhelming you? Are they hindering you? Are they halting you? Are they caging you? Are they haunting you? Are they causing wrong action in your life, in your walk with the Lord, in your relationships? Are they devastating what is right and proper? Are they messing with your passion? Are they messing with purpose and task? Are emotions messing with your prayer life and your worship life and your tithes and offerings and your community and your coming to church? Are they messing with discipleship? That's a good question. And we all have to look at ourselves and answer the question and be real about it. Be real about it. You know, he's ready to help. The real question tonight is, do I want help? You see, God does not fail at helping us. He never offers half-hearted assistance. At the first sight of rogue emotions, where do we go? Where do we turn? To whom do we run? To the Lord, or do we just take the hit and let the emotions overwhelm us and carry us wherever they like? You know, maybe we like a life dictated and governed by emotion. Maybe we're like almost addicted to it like a drug. We like it. Like the highs and the lows, and we just get in there and it's all over the place. We're just so used to it. I mean, it's just how we've always lived. We can't imagine anything else. We've never experienced anything else. Maybe we are addicted to this style of living. Please hear this tonight. If that is you, God has more for you. God has a greater purpose for you. He has a greater plan for you. He has a greater design for you. God has more than enough strength for you. That your passion, your purpose, and task would never be affected by emotion. Passion has to be number one. We have to learn how to play through emotions. And when we are weak, thank God, He is strong. Let's have the worship team return tonight. Now, when you look at purpose and task in your life, when I look at it in my life, and we're not looking at it in the life of another right now, when we look at our purpose and task, 
Does it seem that passion is in proper order? If it is, then I'd say tonight, Romans 12, 11, never let the fire in your heart go out. Keep it alive and serve the Lord. If the fire's burning, if the passion is there, if purpose and task on point, never let the fire in your heart go out. Keep it alive. Serve the Lord. Wake up every day and say that. Lord, today I purpose once again because every day is a new day. Every day is a new day with new, new situations and circumstances and trials. You say, no, I go to the same occupation every day and do the same thing every day. I drink out of the same cup of coffee. Listen, it does not matter. We're going to face things, and the enemy's coming at us. And so we have to purpose to never let the fire in our heart go out, not even for a day. Truthfully, not even for an hour, because an hour can mess up what has been right and proper for so long, for so long. So we have to hold to this. And if our passion isn't in proper order tonight, we know who can and is ready to help. One more scripture, 1 Thessalonians 5.23 now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I've shared this before. The word sets it in right order. You see, the world tells us body, soul, spirit. But the Lord reverses it. He says spirit, soul, body. He's saying, why is that important? Well, the body... It's the flesh. It would love to overwhelm us and be out front. The soul is the mind, will, and emotions. They would love to overwhelm us. This is why we have to get the spirit out front. Spirit, soul, body. There are many that are operating body, soul, spirit, and that's why it's a mess. You see, it's different for us. Life has changed for the believer. Things have become new. It's a complete turn. It's a reversal. It's now spirit, soul, body. We're living out of the spirit. We're living in the spirit. It says, in him we live and move and have our being. And we're living out of that spirit that's inside of us in connection with the capital S, spirit of God. That's our only hope. There are days you don't feel like getting up to read the word. True? No show of hands. There are Sundays we might not feel like coming to church. I think that's crazy, but. Purpose and task. I trust we can receive the word tonight. Passion over emotion. Emotion overwhelms you. Passion is connected to purpose and task. You know, I just get the picture, I think of even a business owner, you know, it's the end of the month and things didn't shape, shape out the way or turn out the way the business owner thought. I mean, what does the business owner have to do at that point? Because emotions can come, emotions can try to override and shut the doors, true? Purpose and task. Purpose and task. Well, another bad month, purpose and task. Another bad report, purpose and task. 
We got to keep going. Don't let emotion overwhelm you. Let's stand tonight. We'll just sing this out, close in prayer. Praise the Lord.